It's October, and uh, that means it's Down Syndrome Awareness Month, which is set to celebrate people with Down Syndrome and shedding further education around those within this community. To share more about this, I'm happy to welcome to the show now Dr. Brian Scottco. He's the director of the Massachusetts General Hospital's Down Syndrome Program. Dr. Scottco, thank you so much for the time today. Jeff, thank you so much for having me. So just in general, you know, we always hear a lot of these months, right? It's it's a month to celebrate this or that. There's always sort of, you know, something connected to a month or a day. But why is it important here in October to recognize Down Syndrome Awareness Month? What, what do you think these kinds of awareness campaigns do uh, to help people kind of, I guess, remove the stigma would be one thing I would think that that would be really critical here. I really hope we celebrate people with Down syndrome. And if someone is listening and they haven't met or talked to someone with Down syndrome, now is the time to do it because my life has totally changed because of someone with Down syndrome. I have a sister with Down syndrome and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if it weren't for her positive thinking and her life coaching in so many ways. And I think people with Down syndrome continue to be important members of our community and we owe it to them to make sure that we continue to advance science and health to make sure they can maximize the full potential of their lives. Are there a lot of, uh, you know, misconceptions around Down syndrome, do you think? And, and maybe what are some of those that are more high profile, I suppose? You know, people with Down syndrome are tired of being told, you can't do this, you can't do that. I think the greatest limitation for people with Down syndrome come from our society. You know, I'm a medical geneticist, and I love talking about chromosomes and genes. And the genes and the chromosomes and people with Down syndrome have not changed over time. But people with Down syndrome are proving that they could do more and more, and that's because societal barriers have come down. People with Down syndrome, however, still have a tough time finding good jobs and employment, and that's not because they can't do it. It's not because they're not dedicated employees. It's because that we need to make sure that there are more availabilities and we open up our workplaces. So I just encourage everyone to witness and talk to someone with Down syndrome and allow them into your lives. And, uh, you know, some facts here about one in every 800 babies born in Canada has Down syndrome. So it is one of the more common uh, congenital uh, anomalies worldwide and here in Canada as well. And you talk about the fact that they can't find good jobs or have a difficulty, if you will, finding good jobs. Um, so with that being said, I mean, the fact that we're talking about a pretty large group of people and, and having, you know, severe limitations when it comes to entering the workforce. I mean, obviously, this is something that you're trying to help knock down and, and, and really build up the fact that, yes, these people can enter the workforce and there should be no reason why we're keeping them out of it. That's exactly right. You know, I'm fortunate to be a doctor. I have a clinic for and with people with Down syndrome, and I have many employees uh, in my clinic. But one of the most important employees is our self-advocate resource specialist. His name is Ben. Ben has Down syndrome, and I have to say, he is one of the most important elements in our clinic. It's not just the fact that he greets you when you arrive, but during each one of your clinic stays, he will meet with you and your family, and for about 10 minutes, tell you some of his advice that's relevant into your life. So if I make a diagnosis of obstructive sleep apnea, Ben will say, this is why wearing a CPAP mask at night is important. If we talk about the importance of relationships, he talks about how he falls in love and how he maintains a relationship with his current girlfriend. If we talk about, oh, what is it like to be on a gluten-free diet, Ben knows because he has celiac disease. And our clinic is better. I am a better physician because my colleague, my coworker has Down syndrome. And I just encourage everyone to open 
up their office spaces because it will be far more enriched when someone with Down syndrome in your office space. Yeah, he sounds like a pretty interesting and, and uh, really knowledgeable guy. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that that's uh, working out as well. Um, what are some of the things that you think are kind of lacking in society when it comes to uh, helping those who suffer or, or not suffer, that's probably the wrong word, who have Down syndrome? What are some of the things that maybe need to be in place that aren't right now or, or that are in place but need to be more available? One thing we really need is increased attention and focus on good research. And we're fortunate in the United States we're having some more research dollars being pumped into advances. But people with Down syndrome really do have the keys to unlock some of the mysteries in the rest of us. You know, people with Down syndrome almost rarely get solid tumors and solid cancers. Why is the fact that it's so rare for someone with Down syndrome to develop breast cancer? Perhaps they can work with us to help us unravel some of the mysteries of breast cancer. But we also know people with Down syndrome also get other conditions at a higher rate, such as Alzheimer's disease when they get older. We owe it to people with Down syndrome who have given so much to us to make sure we advance medically in order to figure out what are the biological underpinnings of Alzheimer's development and how do we combat for them. So we still have lots of strides we need to make in the science realm and in the research realm. And that requires not only the dedication of of our communities, but also the research dollars as well. Do you see any any change happening in that regard? Are you uh, uh, hearing from anyone who is able to maybe secure some more dollars or is at least working on probably making some research projects more well-known to hopefully get some better research? Like what is kind of in the works, I guess, that you're aware of at this time? There's never been a better moment to live with Down syndrome than now, and that's because the research is so exciting, and I think people with Down syndrome are proving that investing in them is an investment in all of us. We have a clinical trial going on right now that we're participating in at Massachusetts General Hospital where we are testing a vaccine with a company that we hope might prevent the plaques from accumulating in the brains of people with Down syndrome leading to Alzheimer's. So how great would it be if a vaccine one day might be able to prevent Alzheimer's from happening? And if it works in people with Down syndrome, perhaps that same vaccine will be working in the rest of us. And these are just one of many research projects that are going on right now. And I have to say, being a practicing physician for over a decade now, it's only in most recent years that I've seen such an acceleration and an enthusiasm for research in this community. Dr. Scottco, really appreciate you taking the time and, and speaking on this subject, something that's clearly near and dear to your heart, and I love the passion that you have here, and I'll, I'll just get you out of here on this. You touched on it off the top, but what is your overarching message here to people once again uh, as we celebrate and, and commemorate Down Syndrome Awareness Month? Thank you. We want everyone with Down syndrome to be healthy and well and live their maximal potential. We've just launched a brand new online mechanism to do so, Down Syndrome Clinic to you, DSC to you. We hope it's going to be a place where we join people with Down syndrome all over the globe to make sure they're healthy, happy, and well. It's a great message here on this Thursday, October 29th. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Scottco. Really appreciate it and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Jeff. All right. There was Dr. Brian Scott Coe, the director of the Massachusetts General Hospital's Down Syndrome Program. Yeah, you can just hear in his voice how passionate this is, the subject, and how near and dear it is to his heart. And something that I think probably many people out there need to uh, take a second thought about is just how you view people with Down Syndrome. About one in every 800 babies in Canada is born with Down Syndrome. Over 65% of people with Down Syndrome are out of the workforce, and resources do need to be more accessible.